Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. As the Perseverance rover heads towards the surface of Mars, more than 200 million kilometers away, scientists wait anxiously. In about one minute, Perseverance's landing software will wake up and begin the final preparations for entry. The first action it will do is to fire warm-up pulses with its entry thrusters. Ang tawag nila dito, seven minutes of terror. The rover has to guide itself to the surface as this is all happening 11 light minutes away. What this means is that any instructions they send out will take more than 11 minutes to get to Mars. In fact, Lahat ng napapanood natin dito sa Earth has already happened 11 minutes ago. As it descends through the Martian atmosphere, it sends out short pings to indicate that everything is going as it should be. They call this heartbeat tones. We're still receiving heartbeat tones. Uh, we expect to continue receiving heartbeat tones until about 5 minutes after entry. At that time, Perseverance will be no longer in view of our antennas here on Earth. A short while later, massive parachutes deploy, slowing down the vessel carrying Perseverance. The navigation has confirmed that the parachute has deployed and we are seeing significant deceleration in the velocity. velocity. It's too heavy to land using parachutes alone, so it performs something called a sky crane maneuver. We have started our constant velocity accordion, which means we are conducting the sky crane, about to conduct the sky crane maneuver. We've lost direct-to-earth tones. As expected. The rover is dangled from a landing platform hovering 20 meters off the surface, and once Perseverance is safely on the ground, the platform flies away to a safe distance. And then, we wait. Touchdown confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars. Ako si Carl Sayat. At ako si Joseph Quinones. Puma Podcast. And in this explainer, we ask, bakit ba tayo nagpapadala ng robot sa space? Okay, Carl. First, a Perseverance rover muna tayo. Sige, last week, we witnessed another successful mission to Mars. After seven months of space travel, the Perseverance rover touched down on the Martian surface and took its first photo of Yezidok Crater. And looks like we have some more news in. It looks like we're getting the first image. Here, take a look at the first image. So there's two main things about this mission. First, the rover was assigned to Yezidok Crater. It's part of an area on Mars that scientists believe was once filled with water. So the exciting part here is that life may have developed in this crater at some point and may have left some telltale markers of their existence. Ancient life, kumbaga. The rover also has equipment to detect signs of water, apart from the usual geological experiments it carries. 
The other thing that's important to this launch is the technology that it brought to Mars. Perseverance is by far the most complex equipment humans have sent to the planet. And may kasama rin siya. It's the first helicopter that humans will fly on another planet, aptly named Ingenuity. Ingenuity will be used to scout for areas of interests and plan for best driving routes for future rovers. Take note that operating Perseverance and Ingenuity is not as easy as driving a remote-controlled car or drone on Earth. Kasi nga, hindi mo siya pwedeng gawin ng live. Kaya every single move na gagawin nila ay kailangang na plano na ng maayos dito sa Earth. Perseverance will also collect samples for potential return to Earth in the future. Yes, asin magbabalik ng samples to Earth from Mars. That will be an amazing mission, the first round trip to Mars and back, and bringing those samples cached by Perseverance back to Earth to examine with state-of-the-art um, equipment in our laboratories here on Earth. That was acting NASA Administrator Steve Jerzyk. So the key idea here is that these missions are also technology demonstrations. Isa pang demonstration? Perseverance carries a microphone. A few days ago lang narinig natin ang pinakaunang recording from another planet. Siyempre, wala tayong maririnig na traffic noises sa Mars. Ang narinig natin sa recording na ito ay yung hangin mula sa Mars, pati na rin yung tunog ng rover on the Martian surface. So, what we will learn here will build upon future missions which will be more and more complex. Every time we um, execute a mission with new instruments, we discover new things and things we never thought we would discover. So that's, that always informs our future robotic missions, uh, both landers, rovers, and orbiters. Sabi rin ng NASA na itong Perseverance mission ay bahagi ng kanilang Moon to Mars approach. And this includes the Artemis missions to return to the Moon as early as 2024 in preparation for future human missions to Mars. But why the name Perseverance? Actually, the winning name was submitted by 7th grader Alex Mather, and this is how he puts it. If you think about it, all of these names of past Mars rovers are qualities we possess as humans. We're always curious and seek opportunity. We have the spirit and insight to explore the moon, Mars, and beyond. But if rovers are to be the qualities of us as a race, we miss the most important thing. Perseverance. We as humans evolved as creatures who could learn to adapt to any situation, no matter how harsh. We are a species of explorers, and we will meet many setbacks on the way to Mars. However, we can persevere. But that's not the only space news that made the rounds this week. Josa? NASA isn't the only one sending exploration missions to space. Five. That was the launch of the SS Katherine Johnson on February 21. Ito ay isang cargo spacecraft papunta sa International Space Station o ISS. 
Dala nito ang supplies para sa mga astronaut and a couple of cube satellites. One of them is called Maya 2. Maya 2 was created by three Filipino scientists, Mark Angelo Purio, Israel Zenar Bautista, and Marlon Sehera. The Maya 2 is a nanosatellite. It weighs about 1 kilogram and roughly the same size as a Rubik's Cube. Pagkatapos nitong makarating sa ISS, pupunta ito sa low Earth orbit, meaning it will revolve around the Earth less than a thousand kilometers above it. So what can the Maya 2 do? It can get images and videos, as well as gather data from ground sensors. This data can be used to analyze weather conditions and even infectious diseases. Maya 2 joins the CUBE satellites from Paraguay and Japan. All three satellites were developed under a project from the Kyushu Institute of Technology called the BIRDS-4 project. The Filipino engineers in this project are supported by the Stamina for Space program, which is funded and implemented by the Department of Science and Technology and the University of the Philippines. Our engineers also get support from the Philippine Space Agency. Maya 2 is remarkable for many reasons. One, its development started in 2018 and continued throughout the pandemic. Second, as the name suggests, it's the successor to the Philippines' first nanosatellite, Maya 1. Here's engineer Israel Bautista in an interview with PTV. More than 15 countries na involved dun sa BIRDS project na yun. Pero Pilipinas pa lang yung nag-launch ng uh, second satellite, which is very important. Maya 1 returned to Earth and decommissioned on November 23, 2020, after staying in orbit for more than two years. So does that mean more Mayas will fly? According to the projects under the Stamina for Space program, yes. Actually, Maya 3, Maya 4, Maya 5, and Maya 6 are in design and development phases. By the way, bakit nga ba pinangalan ng mga ito sa Maya? For a simple reason. It's the same height as the Maya bird. And that's it for today's special Teka Teka Explainer episode. Once again, I'm Josa Quinones. And I'm Carl Sayat, Puma Podcast. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.